Talking Travels and Other Stuff, I'm really excited to be talking to Helle Bertold Rosenberg, the director of Destination Coastal Islands. Hello, welcome to the pod, Helle, all the way from Denmark. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm very fine, thank you. But it's actually coastal lands, oh, not islands. Oh, yeah. my mistake. Yes, no. <laughs> no worries, but we do have the islands, so no worries. <laughs> oh wow cool and where are you at the moment i'm located in our destination in the city called horsens where i'm sitting in prison because <laughs> my office is located in an old prison that closed in 2006 wow and where did all the prisoners go what <laughs> to to a different uh, building or a different prison nearby that's just been uh, been made for the occasion yeah so oh, it's okay. brand new yeah, more secure, more secure, yeah. <laughs> That's going to keep you working super hard, all the pressure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, actually, I'd like to talk to you about um, the idea for the world's tiniest cruise. What is all that about? Well, it's a crazy idea. Uh, I had uh, two years ago because in our destination, we have uh, wonderful islands called Tunö and Indeleve, and also an island called Janu. And it's very small islands, and not m- that many uh, people know about them. So I thought, how can I make a bus so people actually notice they're there, and even better, go visit? And uh, two years ago, cruises were the thing. <laughs> Everyone wanted to go to, uh, to cruises. And we didn't, we didn't really have any here because we're quite a hidden gem, a brand new destination. And then I thought, Danish humor, let's make some fun out of it. Because I have uh, two wonderful islands, Tuna and Delewe, and also a neighbor island called Samsø, which is quite famous here in Denmark. So I thought, what about connecting them in a cruise? Mm. And then I thought, maybe it could be Denmark's smallest cruise or Denmark's tiniest cruise. So I looked at the internet and uh, looked if the domain was there and it was. But then I thought, why not think the whole world? Maybe it's possible. And I Googled world's tiniest cruise and nothing came up. So I thought, let's grab it. So (laughs) that's the start of it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. So it really is your baby. Exactly. Yes. My heart is all over it. Yeah. But but the problem was I didn't have a boat. I'm not I'm not very good with boats and uh, safety and that. And uh, I I knew a guy who has lots of boats, rip boats, small boats that can only carry 12 passengers at a time. They can go quite fast, rip boats, um, but they can also go slow if you want to see the nature and have the whole history. Look at the seals. And I called him and said, hear me out. I have this idea. You need to hear me out. And he said, wow, crazy. I'm all in. So that was the start of it. And then we started making some calls to the municipalities and to Samsø and said, have a crazy idea. Hear us out. And they were all in. So it has taken us two years to go here. But last week we had the first test run. Amazing. Yes. Oh, fingers crossed. Excellent. Yeah. I suppose then lockdown and 
COVID has been good for something because it's given you lots of time to prepare and work. Yes, and actually also the product itself. Uh, I know cruise ships has had their trouble, but nature, tranquility, not that many people. That's, that's what people want today. And actually that's what uh, the world's tiniest cruise is all about. Come out, uh, you're only 12 people at a time. You go out to the islands where Tuna only has uh, around uh, 100 inhabitants, and the Lair is a big bitter, uh, bigger. It has uh, 150 pe- uh, inhabitants, while Samsu is the major island. It has around 3,700 uh, inhabitants. But then again, that's not a lot of people today. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. So it's very tiny. Mm. Yeah. The boat is tiny. The group is tiny. The islands are tiny. And also the distance between the islands are tiny. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So I was going to say, Denmark has got more than 400 islands, but only 72 are inhabited. Why did you choose these ones? Are they quite close together? Yes. And they're in my destinations. So they're my little babies. And uh, they mean a lot to me because when you go there, it's it's around uh, one hour uh, ferry uh, time uh, to go there. But you just get your shoulders down. It's a very special atmosphere. And I thought I need more people to see this. Mm. So uh, at the time, I I didn't concern that much about the UN World Goals. But actually, it's around uh, UN World Goal number 11 about sustainable cities and communities. Because when you only are 100 or 150 inhabitants in an island, the thing is, uh, and that uh, goes for a lot of Danish islands, that people are growing older and older. And if you want newcomers, if you want babies at the island, you need uh, it has it has to have jobs there. And agriculture and tourism are a big part of uh, of the uh, way to make money on the islands. So I need to make sure that we keep on having tourism, not just for the six weeks in the summer times, but before and after also. Mm-hmm. So I talked to the islands also about this crazy idea and said, let's make some noise outside of the season. What do you think? And they were in. So this is also a project for me to um, help the islands uh, develop so they can keep on uh, having people come there to stay, have a work. Uh, tour- tourism is, is a very big uh, factor there. So I, I, um, the, the project is uh, with my whole heart. I want to develop the islands, but it's also a gimmick with, the, of course, the wording of it. Since no one has World's Tiniest Cruise, it was just fun. And that's yeah. Danish humor, the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, <laughs> so tell us, um, where, where, where did the cruises start? Where, where would the 12 people embark? Yeah. Would they get off yeah. stay? Is it like a program that's set up that they're going to go to the islands for how many days? Yeah. As, as I said, we had the test run last week. And of course, we're going to do some, uh, some fixes. And, that, and we had uh, lots of good experience uh, uh, there. But the main idea is it's a three-day all-inclusive uh, cruise where you start off from Ho, which is a small harbor city just south of Aarhus, the next biggest city in, uh, in Denmark. And there you jump on board of the boat. And, uh, and then for around one, one and a half hour, you slowly cruise towards the first island in the Leve, or maybe you can get some speed depending on the passengers. <laughs> and, and on board the boat, you have a guide there uh, who tells you about the history, the Vikings. You uh, get close to the seals. You can see them swimming around. They're very curious. They want to see what are those people. So you get uh, stories about the nature, the, the history, the culture. And then after a while, you come to the first island, which is in the Leve. 
known for the many wild rabbits. It has around, I said, 150 inhabitants being people, but up to 15,000 wild rabbits jumping around the island. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's a very uh, special thing about the island. And they actually just make, made a new hiking route that takes you all around the island. It's 21 kilometers. Call it the Canino, as in the Camino from uh, Spain. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's, uh, you're going to do some hiking, we, we think, on the island. And you're also going to do a seaweed safari. Oh, what's yeah, that? Sounds very weird. <laughs> You're going to have, for, we think, around one and a half hour to go out by a, a tractor tour and go out to the sea and actually pick out the seaweed. And you get some stories about the different things. Mm. You can eat the seaweed. And that's wow. what you're going to do at nighttime. You're going to have a five-course meal dinner where you eat some of the seaweed you collected. Uh, maybe it's a part of a, a sauce. Maybe it's uh, crisps on top of the meat. Different uh, oh various. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But seaweed is extremely healthy. Um, yeah. And you also always have it by hand here in Denmark because the coast is all around. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so you get close to the rabbits and maybe you have rabbits uh, on, on in the lab and you uh, collect seaweed. That's uh, the two things we know for sure we're going to uh, do something about. Wow. And then and spend yeah. the night on the island as well. Yeah. Yeah. Spend, spend, the, spend the night on the island. Yeah. Cool. And, and of course, have a lovely lunch also with local produced uh, vegetables. Uh, and again, maybe some rabbit. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> you do, do you catch the rabbits? Is that an option? <laughs> maybe if, if they want to and it's the right season, because, of course, depending on the time of the year. Yeah. yeah. But that's that's also part of the test run. We wanted to make sure what can what can happen, what what's not very good at it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And then the next day you go down to the boat again. And you're transported to Tune, which is the tiniest little island. It's just, uh, if you want to walk around the island, it's just eight kilometers. Wow. And it's car-free. You walk around or you go by Traxa. And that's a tractor driving as a taxa and has a wagon behind where the local guide will tell you about, again, the history. And you meet the locals. Um, the driver has actually, he, he's born in uh, Tune, so he can tell everything about his childhood. And yeah, and you go past the school, for instance, it only has four students. So it's <laughs> one of the smallest schools in Denmark. Oh, man, wow. Yes. <laughs> so again, Tuna is very quiet. And then you also stay at the island, also have a lovely dinner with, with the local uh, vegetables. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the next day you go to Samsø again, and, and start, you have stops on the water, uh, the oldest offshore wind park. It's located uh, between uh, Tune and uh, and Hope, where you started. So you also go there and you hear about the stories about the wind turbines. And yeah. Denmark is quite famous for the um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, renew renewable energy. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we 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 want to mix history and and, and nature and meet the locals uh, in in this uh, tiny cruise. Mm. And then on the last day, you go to Samsung, where you also stay uh, a lovely place. And again, you meet the locals, you hear the history. But it's a bigger island. So if people want to have uh, another night, that's also possible. And then you return to home and then you have the circle. It's kind of it's quite organized and you have a guide and yeah. Yeah. So have they all got usable beaches, obviously being islands? Are they, do you eat a lot of fish on them or is it, you know, is, it, is each one specific? Is each one a little bit different? Um, yeah, uh, 
that they have beautiful nature all around and they have the lovely beaches in all three islands. But but um, Indelero is known for the rabbit and the, the seaweed, tuna being car-free, very small, and Samsu for uh, the renewable energy. Also very much it's vegetables, especially the potatoes. But actually all three islands have very lovely vegetable vegetables because they have more sun there than the rest of Denmark. So... For some reason, I think also the, the sea, uh, the salt water around the island makes some extra crispy vegetables that are good. But, <laughs> but Samsu is excellent at that also. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard about the potatoes. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> the Danish. They have. <laughs> they have a competition about the potato make to make the best. Uh, uh, how do, what do you call it? Um, it's a lunch menu you get in Denmark and you have, have different types with potatoes. And they just made a competition last week between a lot of restaurants. It's, it's very, it's very famous in Denmark. <laughs> I wonder if they do like a blindfold test and just kind of like, oh, where, you know, who's got the best? Where does this come from? <laughs> yeah, I think normally they would do the blind test, actually. But, but due to COVID, uh, it's been quite different. So you just go to the, the different restaurants and then you can vote there. It's yeah. very good. Oh, yeah. Cool. And are you from um, these areas? Are you from one of the islands yourself? No, I'm from the mainland, but in my destination. I was born and raised in Oda, which is just below of Aarhus. So part of the destination. Yeah. 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 So you're kind of, you're very familiar with. My childhood the, area. Yeah. Oh, yes. Beautiful. Is yeah. it, are they the kind of places that um, locals go to as well? They do, but not enough, in my opinion. Uh, and also, I think the, the problem was before that you had the ferries, but they don't connect the islands. And that's what this little tiny boat can do. So you can experience all three. Because yeah. if you go back in history, like 100 years ago, they had a natural connection because people sailed between them, but they don't do it the same way today. And I think that's very, uh, it's very important that we remember our history and, and come to back to that because it's a quite magnificent um, experience to have the tranquility of the islands. Yeah, nature. yeah. That's, that's stressful. And um, do you think as well, because of the pandemic, that um, slow travel is becoming a little bit more popular? Are people, do you think boat cruises and things are going to be making a bit of a comeback? I think convenience will do a bit of a comeback. Uh, but I also think nature is here to stay. And yeah. I'm glad that nature experiences. And of course, the combination of uh, convenience, nature, and I think also... Um, being able to feel alone and not in crowded places. And that's what you can do on the islands. You can go and be absolutely all to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's, you can, you can just breathe and the air is clean and lovely. And Could people come on their own and just join the trip as a single person? Is that what you're kind of aiming for? You're thinking it's going to be more for families or? No, actually, that's what we're trying to figure out now. We're going to have a second test run in September based on the experiences we got from the first one. And then hopefully around Christmas, we'll be able to uh, set up for sale. And we have some contacts to some different uh, operators uh, that may do it. But I think it can be a couple. It can be a family. It can be an entire group of friends taking all because it's just 12 seats. Yeah. Uh, and we only do one, uh, one trip a week in the three months before high season and the three months after. Again, due to the sustainable cities and communities, we, we want to prolong the season. And we want people to to feel how it's like to almost have the islands all to yourself. Oh, and that's what's very amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the exact uh, combination of the program, that's what we're trying to figure out right now. But um, 
Yeah, but definitely you can buy. It's it's 288 persons a year that can have a seat. So again, it's very tiny. Not that many can join. Exclusive. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Limited edition. Yeah. So if you want to kind exactly. of get it, oh, that's really lovely. And um, and do you think then how are the islands in the winter? How are they at Christmas time? Which ones? Where 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 do people come for Danish Christmas trees? And when do you see the yeah. seals? That, that's actually why we won't do it around Christmas, because in the summertime, they, they're so busy that when you decide to live on an island, it's also because you like the absolute silence. So that's why we say the, the cruise is three months before summer. So it's April, May, June, and then August, September, October. And then November, December, January, February, it's just quiet there they, because it's not that much. The, the shops will be closed and the restaurants will be closed. Mm. So, so um, in spring and autumn, that's the best places uh, to visit. Otherwise, yeah. you have to bring your own stuff, your own Christmas tree. <laughs> Again, uh, of course, not in Samsu because Samsu is a municipality of their own. So that's an all year round destination. Yeah. 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 And where would you imagine that um, visitors fly into? Would they kind of have a base on the mainland or would they start? Yeah. Uh, if, if it's foreigners, uh, this has to be a part of a bigger tour because it's just three days. So um, where we're going to start out from is near Horsens. We have two airports within one hour drive. We have it in Bilund, where Legoland is, and we have it in Aarhus, again, which is the second biggest city. But um, of course, you can also land in Copenhagen. That'll take you two and a half hours to go there by car. Denmark is quite small, so yeah, we have <laughs> lots of airports, no problem. Yeah, cool. And then obviously, um, you can see the other side of Denmark, the city. Yeah, it would be brilliant if you have a vacation in Denmark to have three days on the island and then combinated with, uh, as you said, Hans Christian Andersen, Copenhagen, Legoland, if you're a family, uh, yeah. that makes perfect sense, yeah. Yeah, cool. And otherwise, would um, could people get to the islands off of their own steam? You know, if they did they can They can go by ferry. The oh. ferry to Samsø and Tuna is from Hull, where the where the cruise starts, yeah. and in the Lev is in another city uh, south of of Hull. But you can't go by ferry; you just can't get them connected. Um, yeah, unless you have your own sailboat, and you're more than welcome <laughs> to visit us. <laughs> oh, that sounds insane! That sounds amazing! Wow! And uh, <laughs> um, so. Is, it, is Denmark popular to go by bike as well? Would you, you very much? Yeah, yeah, very much. We have uh, we have many lovely routes again close to nature to see the the bird life, the wildlife, the cows. Uh, it's it's absolutely magnificent. Again, it's, this is my childhood destination, and I've always went by around by bike. Yeah. So. If you come to Denmark, you have to have a bike experience also. <laughs> That's what I thought. And yeah. um, with regards to water sports, which is something that I'm interested in, do you do yeah. um, stand-up paddleboarding and things like that? Very, very popular at the time. Yes, you do. And you can rent them lots of places here in Denmark. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, also in our coastal destination here where I'm located. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. kayaking also, windsurfing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All yeah. possible. I know. I love the sea. I'm in Brighton, so I'm on the coast myself. <laughs> you ah, gotta, lovely. <laughs> it makes it just gives you such a difference. We don't do seal safaris or anything like that. Ah, and but that's a very very unique experience again because they're very curious and they they really want to see you. The weird creatures on board the boat. Twelve people. What are they doing? <laughs> so for, for grown-ups and children, it's amazing. 
Yeah, brilliant. Um, and where, so you're going to do another kind of trial run. When do you actually see that this project of the world's tiniest cruise will be bookable? I, I hope uh, within the uh, within the this year, at the end of the year, Christmas time, we have a, a very good dialogue with two different companies who are interested in in finding out what the right solution for it. And actually, I have one of the meeting next week's uh, next week, and and the operators were actually joining on on the first test run, so they know the product by now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully, the first uh, real tour will be in April next year. Lovely. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Lovely. And are you starting, um, are you kind of d- doing any build up by social media? Can people have a look, kind of see any images of? They can go, uh, they can Google World's Tiniest Cruise and yeah. uh, you can go on the web page. Uh, we're not doing that much on social media yet because we want to wait until we have a book here uh, button. Right now, if you press uh, book here on our website, uh, you get a, a word saying that uh, you can... Um, you can uh, give us your email and then we'll let you know when it's ready for sale. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Goodness. So that means that people could be booking kind of like a single person could be booking and then like 11 more people that they don't know or like six, you know, a family of five and then might just be full quite quickly. Yes, maybe. Uh, but again, that's where why we have the two operators. Uh, we have the dialogue with them because they know their customers and and. Is it groups of two or is it 12 altogether? And, and who's your, um, who's the skipper? This is uh, some uh, a company called Aarhus Sea Rangers. Okay. Uh, yeah. And the guy is called Nils. He's a historian like myself. Um, and he knows everything about the Vikings. And I said, and the whole, uh, uh, what do you call it? The East Jutland archipelago. He knows all the stories about that. So he'll, he'll give you the whole storytelling. Yeah. Uh- are the caves and things as well? Are the, were the pirates? No caves. Very flat, um, but there are good stories uh, to tell. Um, yeah. And he knows all about it. Cliffhanger. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got his work cut out, but what an enjoyable job. Oh, hey, that's, you've, you've inspired me. I want to come, obviously. <laughs> Sounds perfect. You're more than welcome. <laughs> Yay. So hopefully by, well, this time next year, you'll be up and running. By this time hopefully yeah hopefully yes brilliant okay well what i'll do i'll put all the um put the website in the in fact box and right someone likes my idea oh no 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 and it just sounds so cute sounds un- un- unmissable if you need anything just let me know well yeah we'll do that's all folks thanks for tuning in see you next She doesn't fall